From the American Academy of Dermatology, welcome to Dialogues in Dermatology. I'm Dr. Ben Stoff, Editor-in-Chief. Thanks for tuning in. The 2023 American Academy of Dermatology Innovation Academy is the place to be this summer. We're infusing innovation, technology, and practical approaches into every topic area. Listen to these special episodes of Dialogues in Dermatology to get a preview of this year's educational lineup. Welcome to a very special, special Dialogues in Dermatology presentation. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2023 Innovation Academy in Tampa, Florida, and we're going to be talking about the innovative session called Branding the Business of Dermatology. With me today, I have three guests who are going to be speaking in Tampa on the branding of dermatology, the business of dermatology. I'm really honored to have uh, Dr. Honor Michalov, Dr. Cheryl Burgess, and Dr. Sarah Moganem. Honor, can you tell us a little bit about what you're going to be talking about? Absolutely. Terry, thank you again for inviting me back. My name is Anar Mikhailov, and I was actually fortunate to be involved last year at this session, which I believe was the first year of the session. And it was a great turnout. The discussion during, before, and after were very special. And I think everyone attending will be very, very impressed. I'm a full-time practicing dermatologist, and I've been fortunate to start two small skincare brands that have continue to grow while still practicing as a full-time dermatologist. And so I'll be discussing that phase of growth of the brands, how and why those brands have grown. I think from a higher level, I want to reiterate to a lot of the audience again that surveys year after year really show that physician-backed brands are a major priority for consumers. And I think Many of us in the audience and many dermatologists who are not in the audience have been involved as consultants or maybe advisors to various skincare, cosmeceutical device companies because our credentials really move the needle and consumers really look to us. So my goal again this year will be to really inspire dermatologists to start operate their own brand without really relying on million dollar investments or huge capital. Because in the last five or so years, technology has really bridged that gap for these types of ventures to be really quite tangible, to be rapidly developed. And I really, really do hope to see many folks from last year there and many more new faces. Because what I've found is these types of sessions really allow us to connect with someone who may take us to the next level, help us get there. And perhaps you'll be a mentor for someone else looking to get to that next level. Well, thank you so much. You know, you're being very, very humble in what you've accomplished so far. And I know we're going to talk a little bit more about it, but you were very, very inspiring in Vancouver when we were up there. And speaking of inspiring, I did want to say, Cheryl, you serve on the board. You do so much in dermatology, but what a lot of people don't know is that you hold several patents. You're going to be demonstrating some of what you've learned and everything at Derm Tank this year at Innovation Academy. But tell us a little bit about the branding and the business of dermatology and why attendees should come to this session? Well, my history, I'm probably one of the older individuals on this panel, including you, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe that. You must have a wonderful dermatologist. Yeah, well, my story goes back a little bit farther. And I finished my residency in dermatology in 1988. And in 19... 1993, I launched a mass market product called Black Opal. And it started out as skincare, then men's line and color cosmetics. And so it was 
one of the top brands on the mass market for skin of color for 25 years. And so I'm the co-founder of the company and my partner. We actually sold the company about three, four years ago because he passed away of a brain tumor. But during that time, also, I had a signature line in my office and just the notoriety of my mass market brand, I had no problem selling my signature, which were more cosmeceuticals. So there's a mass market line that can be obtained at the same time you want to do a cosmeceuticals. And at that time, that was when cosmeceuticals were just getting started and being launched in, in people's practices or physicians' offices. So I was kind of there on the front line and seeing the growth and the magnitude of the impact that this has had on dermatologists and pretty much the medical field. And so that's where I come from as far as branding. Cheryl, thank you so much. I think people are going to be very excited to hear what you have to say. Sarah, you're the face of what the AAD social media does, the AAD social media correspondence, but you're really the face of the campaign, your dermatologist knows, you and two others. I just want to say that sometimes branding also has to do with branding yourself. Can you comment on that, what this is all about? is Can a dermatologist be a brand? Sure. So I'm Sarah Magadam. I'm a private practice dermatologist. I graduated residency in 2015. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm a young physician. I'm putting myself in that category. Makes me feel good. But my initiative for being on social media was that in my area, it's rural, underserved, and there's a lot of people that are practicing dermatology that aren't dermatologists. So that was my mission on getting involved in and facing the public. You know, because I'm a rural area, I didn't necessarily need to market myself like patients will find me. But I really cared about the patient perception of dermatologists and what we do. And I want to make sure patients are well taken care of. So that was my initiative for getting involved on social media. And I've had a relationship with AAD and, and serving as a social media ambassador for quite some time. But last year, the AAD launched their new strategy, which is called Your Dermatologist Knows. And so I'm one of three social media correspondents. It is sort of the face of dermatologists. And the good thing is the AAD did so much investigation and spent a lot of money and trying to figure out how to best market dermatologists and to position us as the experts of skin, hair, and nails. And I'm hoping during the session to be able to share my sort of top tips of do's and don'ts on social media and what I've learned. And hopefully everybody can learn on it. Cause I would say that a lot of people are always wanting to get involved in social media, how to get started. And so I can sort of share what I've learned along the way and also share what the AD learned about the Your Dermatologist Knows campaign and how to sort of follow suit so that we as dermatologists, we all can brand ourselves as long as we sort of are aligned in our efforts. So we can amplify all the messages that the AD puts out there if we're all working together. So I think that's what I'm hoping to contribute to the session, but I'm also excited to learn from my colleagues and peers because, you know, what you guys were just sharing sounds really interesting to me. It's part of dermatology that I never really thought about. Sarah, thank you so much. I don't know that we need to tell everybody's ages on this group. I'm just going to keep mine to myself. But Dr. Michaelov, you know, you started off with a great pitch for what's going on, but you never really told us, and I think you should, what your brands are, because I think the uh, listeners want to know that. And of course, you're going to be telling us about your brands. Go ahead. Of course, of course. I mean, there's certainly no secrets. So there's two couple of brands that developed, you know, it was right around the end of residency. And I'll 
talk about finding the why of what you're doing or, or what you're pursuing. And I think for individuals, so two brands are KP Away and Skintensive. And I've recently really focused a lot of my time on the brand called Skintensive, especially in the last year or so. It's required a lot of attention and time and it's grown significantly. And it was towards the end of residency that my co-founder, another board certified dermatologist, Vlad Ratushny and I sort of identified specific problems that we we saw and, and that really didn't have great solutions for. So these are cosmeceuticals brands that uh, we spend a lot of time developing the actual formulas, doing a lot of testing of the formulas, and frankly, have required a lot of help in terms of things like social media. So I'm looking forward to hearing Sarah's talk, but those brands really developed from a problem focus. And once, you know, I think a lot of folks in the audience probably have identified similar problems in their patient population or day to day. Uh, once those problems are identified, I think coming up with a solution is sometimes the challenging part and where we've invested a lot of time. And so, you know, Skintensive is focused on initially actinic purpura and bruising. And the science of bruising is still really interesting. And and, and how to um, address it um, and in, improve bruising and uh, speed the resolution of bruising. And so, you know, there's a lot of applications from actinic purpura, which is where we started to post-procedural needs. And so, you know, there's still a lot more science to do, but we've been fortunate to find some really good chemists and good products and ultimately a good product and brand. Well, thank you. Cheryl, do you have a little high-level preview of what you're going to be talking about as well? Well, it's basically my journey I was going to talk about as far as branding. When I came out of residency, there weren't a lot of products out there for skin of color. And that's the niche that I kind of put myself in. And at the time, there were skincare products that really didn't address more of an oilier skin type. We saw a lot of acne prone, even comedonal acne with PIH. And so the number one, when surveying the, the communities, the number one issues in skin of color is post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. So that was my niche and what I went after. And definitely it was the number one skew of the products that I had. And so it just pretty much I built on that and, and how relating in the mass market and the difficulties sometimes you encounter going mass market. And then from there, launching into cosmeceuticals. So that's what I'm going to be talking about. And for those who have interest in doing something more nationwide, I was also international at that point in where, or you can be just with your patients and provide for your patients. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Well, Cheryl, it sounds like you, you early on put the innovation in Innovation Academy. So we're looking forward <laughs> to that. Sarah, did you have a high-level preview of what our listeners, what our members can do when they come to your session, what they're going to take away? Well, I think that we don't need to reinvent the wheel. So I plan on sharing some information that the Academy gained when they developed their strategy for the Your Dermatologist Knows campaign. And just little interesting tidbits that they were able to, to gain and they were able to focus in on a target audience that has a lot of confusion on what a dermatologist is and that we're actually physicians and we're not cosmetologists, so people that don't have the level of education. And so something really interesting to me is that there is this female population that's very active on social media with the age range of like 24 to 40. And they were the most prominent population that 
really didn't know that a dermatologist was a physician and that they had the most confusion on who they needed to go for the expertise of skin. So that's what your dermatologist knows campaign is all about. They're the most sort of high risk population that we should target our messages to. And they're the ones who are the most active on social media. So when it comes to educating the public, we want to make sure whatever content we're spending our time producing is pertinent to that age group. So that was something really fascinating to me that that was a population that needed the most targeting. So yeah, I would just want to share some information that sort of exposes why the the AD did the Your Dermatologist Knows campaign. I've also learned a lot on social media about do's and don'ts and things that are successful. I've seen a lot of positive things that come from social media, but also a lot of negative things. And I've seen, you know, some missteps and things that have occurred and involved other physicians and unfortunately other dermatologists. So I'm hoping that I can share what I've seen online and be able to tell people please don't do this because you'll make yourself vulnerable to, unfortunately, there's internet trolls and targeted attacks and we should be able to convey ourselves in a professional manner and get our messages across without hopefully luring attention of a lot of negative energy. Sarah, that's awesome. Are you going to be naming names? (laughs) I'm working on my talk and I like to be as polite as possible. I'm hoping that maybe I can give some examples without identifying individuals all right. So inquiring minds will want to know, will, they'll want to show up, but really Expose, it's an expose. Is expose. That what we'll <laughs> Documentary. Yeah. So your influence showing us how we influence the public on the brand will be very, very valuable to our members when they come to this event. The last thing I really wanted you all to do was to just describe this session in three words. All right. So I'm going to start back at the beginning on our, go ahead. I thought about how to describe the session with three words. I would say authentic, motivational, and practical. And I just wanted to lastly add that I think for those thinking about coming to the session, I think if you're someone who has a concept or an idea like Dr. Burgess had in the past and and started the company, I think this meeting was fantastic for really the, not only listening to the talks, but interacting with folks in, in the audience and other speakers who will be there because you will likely meet someone who has thought about what you're doing and it can give you feedback or be potential mentors. And that's what I found, you know, most, most valuable is really the conversation after these meetings and during these meetings. Cheryl? I came up with a better mousetrap. I watch a lot of Shark Tank. And when I look at some of these things, particularly that are more skin related or dermatological in nature, I find that People are out there trying to find a better way to do how it's being done currently. And just an example, I remember when my grandmother was jumping into a girdle and now we have Spanx, but it's really a girdle. And so there's nothing different about that. It's just bringing it to the future and and simplifying it or what have you. So my three words was a better mousetrap. I love that. Sarah? So my three words are collaborative, supportive, and simple. And the reason I say collaborative and supportive is because we're such a tight-knit group, us as dermatologists, that for us to be able to make an impact and be present in the field of all things healthcare and chaos-related, we have to support each other and learn from each other. So when it comes to being involved on social media, that means sharing each other's messages, commenting on each other's messages. And so being a collaborative group, supportive, same thing. We can all support each other. We're tight knit and we can all learn from each other. And then simple, because I know that 
social media can be a little daunting, but you can start simple and it doesn't have to be complicated. And just as you can YouTube how to change a light bulb or how to fix something, you can also YouTube how to post something on, on social media. So it, it can be a, a simple process for those who are maybe not tech savvy. And every member of the Academy simply must come to this session at the Innovation Academy in beautiful Tampa, Florida. I do remind everybody that air conditioning has been invented and we know how to use it in Florida in August. So it is going to be an awesome, awesome event. And I want to invite everyone to come and especially come to our session, Branding the Business of Dermatology. I want to thank my guests for being on this call so early in the morning. And thanks to all the members for listening in. This is Terry Cronin for Dialogues in Dermatology, signing off. To register and learn more about the educational sessions at this year's 2023 AAD Innovation Academy, visit aad.org backslash IA23. Thanks again for tuning in to another edition of Dialogues in Dermatology. For more dialogues, subscribe to us through the website of the American Academy of Dermatology, then link your subscription through your favorite podcast app. Remember, the subscription is free for residents. New podcasts are released each week in addition to free special bonus episodes. You can also listen to dialogues online through the AAD website. Thanks again for listening.